G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, let's get a little more reflection on the big events that have been happening in politics this week. Of course, the change of a Prime Minister. The outgoing Prime Minister, Tony Abbott, made his final speech yesterday. The new Prime Minister, Malcolm Turnbull, just getting on his feet the first full day today in the role of Prime Minister. But let's get some reflection and a little focus on the speech that Tony Abbott made as his last speech as Prime Minister yesterday. And joining us in the conversation, Simon Smart, who's Executive Director of the Centre for Public Christianity. Hello, Simon. Welcome back to 2020. Hi, Neil. Good to talk to you. Simon, great to get your thoughts and your reflection on the Prime Minister or the outgoing Prime Minister's speech yesterday because uh, he made... Uh, some significant references in there, which we'll get to in just a moment. But uh, your overall uh, view of what's been happening, the upheaval in politics within the Liberal Party this week, uh, your thoughts? Well, it's a brutal environment, isn't it, in politics? Um, <clears throat> I think uh, Tony Abbott would be feeling that today. He's, he's, uh, he was certainly determined to stick it out and make it through to the next election. But yeah, it's a tough, tough game, and both of these men have experienced this in the past. Um, of course, Malcolm Turnbull was uh, the leader at one point and lost that, so they both know what the game's like. But yes, it's a, it's a difficult, difficult environment. They can empathise with one another. Uh, let's. There's a lot of elements in the speech, and uh, we might not have time to tackle all the big points that he was making in his speech. I particularly wanted to pick up on one with you because I know that the mainstream media is not likely to pick up on what I thought was an outstanding and very important point that Tony Abbott was making because uh, in his speech he made reference to the title of the very first Christian message that was preached on Australian shores back uh, in the uh, the arrival of the First Fleet. The Reverend Richard Johnson, of course, chaplain on the First Fleet. And the title of his first sermon was, What Shall I Render Unto the Lord for All His Blessings to Me? Uh, you're a bit of a student of history, Simon Smart. Uh, how important is it to reflect on that and the fact that the, prime, the outgoing Prime Minister did reflect on that in his last speech? Well, it's very interesting, wasn't it? He, I believe that was part of his maiden speech as well. So it was sort of bookending uh, somewhat his career. What shall I render to the Lord uh, for his benefits toward me? That's from Psalm 116. And as you said, the first chaplain to the colony here, Richard Johnson, uh, spoke on this very thing. And I sometimes try to imagine what that must have been like as he stood uh, in a round, probably circular key now, uh, with this you know, ragtag bunch of convicts and soldiers as they were 20,000 kilometres from home in this you know, vast and foreign place. And he, he offered this, <clears throat> this uh, message, what shall I render to the Lord 
for his benefits towards me. I'm not sure how many of them were feeling like they were getting many benefits that day, but it's just, it's a really uh, interesting opening moment. And we sometimes at, at CPX here, we sometimes call Richard Johnson the first public Christian in Australia as the chaplain to the colony. He has a very, very interesting story. We, we actually have an annual lecture called the Richard Johnson Lecture, which is all about um, trying to look at the place of faith in the public life. So yes, I was, I, like you, very took great note of that uh, in Tony Abbott's speech. Well, it's significant. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits or his blessings to me? And of course, then Tony Abbott uh, says that he has rendered mm. all. And I felt that there was a note of humility in there. And I thought uh, that real authority, real statesmanship didn't come from a lot of the other things that he said. But when he started to begin to reflect on that very first message and then uh, then to actually say, well, I've done my best. Uh, I've rendered all. Uh, there is something very powerful about that. There really is. It was a good moment, wasn't it? And, and I, I, you know, whatever people uh, think of Tony Abbott, I, I think most people would recognise, and, and certainly uh, Malcolm Turnbull acknowledged this, that he's, he's given his, his heart and soul to, to this work. And, um, and that, was, that was what he was trying to say, that, that as, a, as a person of faith in the public, he was doing his, his best to, um, you know, in what's, you know, frankly, a very, very difficult role to, uh, you know, offer up his, his efforts. Um, now, the way that played out is controversial. Not everyone... Uh, agreed with the way he did things and and i think it was quite costly in the end but i think he was trying to say like richard johnson that he's trying to it is, it is an element of humility in in recognizing someone of greater authority than you and saying oh, what we what we all need to be doing is offering our efforts for the common good and richard johnson i just thought i might mention that he was a fascinating character he he made a credible contribution to the to the life of the colony, not only as a as the, the kind of the pastor, but as in in agriculture, a lot of people felt like some of the early agricultural, you know, the survival of people uh, was was greatly helped by him because he, he knew a lot about agriculture. He was important in education, in convict welfare, um, in also in in relationship with, with indigenous people. Uh, there was a there was a famous letter written home by a convict who said, said this, he said, I believe that few of the sick would recover if it was not for the kindness of the Reverend Mr. Johnson, whose assistance out of his own stores makes him the physician both of soul and body. I thought that was a great sort of testament to this, the sort of the, the public Christian who was not only sort of preaching the gospel, but also living it out and making a real difference to people's lives. Uh, great thing to kind of try to emulate, I think, in terms of the place of faith in public. Yes, and uh, to leave the highest political office as Prime Minister and make that alignment, what shall I render unto the Lord uh, for all his blessings to me? There's, uh, there's a stark contrast, isn't there, Simon Smart, between someone who holds to a Christian faith and someone who doesn't, because someone who doesn't hold to a Christian faith uh, how would they say, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his blessings to me? It's because uh, there's something a little different about the uh, the character of one who doesn't acknowledge God. Well, I think there's, um, 
I think it's quite an inspiring thing to, and certainly from a believer's perspective, to put it like that, to say that um, you kind of acknowledge um, God, you acknowledge someone higher than you, and because of that, you're interested in serving him and your fellow human beings. I'd be careful not to try to give the impression that I don't that I think um, others who aren't believers don't do that as well in terms of their serving of the common good. But I do think this adds a layer of, of richness and depth to it that that really is can, it can be um, really quite inspiring. Uh, other elements, uh, of course, uh, Tony Abbott replaced now with Malcolm Turnbull and uh, people have been talking widely about economic credentials. Uh, we probably will see some contrast, even though um, I'm aware that uh, Malcolm Turnbull uh, is also of Catholic faith, uh, mm-hmm. perhaps not as strong and given some of his left-leaning uh, policies, uh, perhaps uh, a little bit uh, different to what a Christian uh, typically would hold to, but economic credentials versus a level of uh, Christian statesman morality. Uh, uh, we're in for a different ride, really, aren't we? Well, they're very different people. I wouldn't want to make any calls on on uh, the faith or otherwise of Malcolm Turnbull. I think you'll see um, quite a difference, though, in, in approach. I mean, one of the things you will see is, is someone who is quite a statesman, actually, um, in the sense that he's very, very eloquent uh, speaker, probably the most eloquent speaker in the in the parliament, and you, you know that's sort of fitting the the prime ministerial role, I, I believe. Um, I think um, you know it's interesting the sort of contrast you make there between sort of the, the question of morality, for instance. So some people will be asking questions on issues like say, gay marriage that's coming up and asking what... I mean, Malcolm Turnbull, I believe, is more is in favour of this. Tony Abbott was certainly against it. But then there's the morality of questions like um, the attitude toward asylum seekers and refugees, which lots of us think are moral questions as well. And so there's, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where this plays out. There's big questions for Australia to answer. And I think, um, I think you'll see a very different approach. Um, they're, they're just such different people, Malcolm Turnbull and Tony Abbott. Um, and, you know, the, the people will be the judge. I think you'll get a, as commentators have said, you get a big spike in the polls, which we've seen already, in terms of popularity from Malcolm Turnbull. But then it'll be a question of can he bring his own party with him? I think he suffered something like Kevin, what Kevin Rudd had, which was he had popularity amongst the people, but not very well liked within his own party. And I think um, that'll be a big challenge for Malcolm Turnbull as he goes about this next uh, next several months trying to establish himself as the Prime Minister. Simon, there were some other elements in the speech just to draw attention to. The advice that Tony Abbott gave to journalists uh, journalism in Australia, and I know you're a commentator when it comes to all sorts of cultural influences, and of course journalism, a big influence on culture because it affects the way we form our opinions. Uh, your thoughts on on some of the things that Tony Abbott was talking about with regard to uh, caution that journalists uh, need to have when they're reporting on various figures? Yes, I, did, I thought that he made a few good points here. <clears throat> He's um, not alone in recognising and not alone in being the victim of uh, a kind of um, cycle of commentary when it comes to our politics that really is 
incredibly uh, burdensome for the people who are on the receiving end. And he made the comment that a lot of it is character assassination. And I'm afraid it has become a lot like that. I think it's a very, very difficult role. There's so much... Um, so much of a microscope on the person uh, 24-7. And it, it means that there's... And I think you saw this with Tony Abbott, who wasn't... Um, earlier, in, earlier in his career, he was much more upfront and open and, and uh, vocal about a whole lot of things. But then he got burnt so many times, perhaps by making some you know, blunders, that by the end he really was a bit more robotic. I think he just hadn't... He felt like he couldn't really uh, say what he thought and was it too, you know, too much of a risk of, of making a mistake and then being hammered for that. So I think his comments about that, the sort of news cycle and the way that works were, were valid. And I think, you know, his, his appeal to journalists to kind of change tack and this were, you know, well heard, but probably, you know, is, is there much hope of that happening? I don't know. I think we're kind of locked into this awful cycle of commentary that makes it very, very hard uh, for people to to just get on with the job, I think also the, he made a point about the obsession with polls that's come into politics, and we've really seen this in the sort of knifing of several prime ministers. Now we've had five, isn't it, in five years? No, I think that's uh, where the count is. Yes. Yeah, and so and really a lot of it is this stuff driven by polls. Where, whereas you'd probably think it's a better situation to be able to just get on and do what, do the job, um, and then you know survive or not uh, over that full term. I think, I think our parliamentary terms in the, at the federal level are kind of short anyway, and if they're even shorter because of this obsession with the polls, it makes it very hard to bring about any sort of lasting change. And I do think that's, that's not, not only Tony Abbott who's had that struggle, but others before and presumably others that come after will have the same struggle. It's a tough road to choose if you want to choose to be a servant in politics. Uh, as you think on uh, Tony Abbott and that speech that he made, uh, does his servant heart uh, shine through to you? And, of course, in the, in the history that you're aware of, uh, Simon? Well, yes. And, and you know, someone made the point yesterday that you could um, really disagree with a lot of, of what Tony Abbott was about and still be able to acknowledge his um, public service, his you know, determination to serve the country and, and serve his local community. I'm, he's, he's, uh, I mean, he's electorate and he's famously uh, you know, at the Surf Life Saving Club and the volunteer fire service and, and local community events you know, frequently. And so, yeah, it is a tough road. Um, it's one of those jobs where you, you maybe wouldn't... Um, you, you sort of uh, urge caution before going into it. But, of course, most people go into politics with a real uh, desire, not just to feather their own nest, uh, but to serve and do a good job and actually make a difference. There's still that opportunity to do it. So, you know, Simon, when people do it, but, gosh, it's a hard road. Yeah. Well, Simon, always get good getting your thoughts. Uh, Executive Director of the Centre for Public Christianity. The website is publicchristianity.org. Uh, Simon Smart, as I say, uh, great getting your insights. We'll talk again sometime soon. Thanks for being with us today on 2020. That's always good to talk to you, Neil. Thanks. 
Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.